children and was born May 17, 1951 in Atlanta, Georgia. Raised in East Point, Georgia, they moved to Jackson County, Georgia until 2006, then moved to Port St. Lucie, Florida, where they currently make their home. They are a licensed bounty hunter for the state of Georgia. Our guest has an associate's degree from Lanier Technical College in Criminal Justice and has been nominated for the prestigious Goal Award in 2005 which encompasses all of the technical colleges. This award is based not only on excellence in academics, but also leadership, 
positive attitude, and the willingness to excel in one's major. Our guest is a member of the Beta Sigma Phi sorority and the Florida Writers Association as a group leader for St. Lucie County. Our guest is the author of several novels, a motivational speaker, and has appeared in several blog talk radio shows to include creating several of their own. Ladies and gentlemen, a very special welcome to the host, Yvonne Mason. Hello, Yvonne. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm so glad that you uh, got to sit back in the seat again. I was trying to keep it warm for you for a while and trying to fill your shoes, but your shoes are a little too big to fill. Oh, no, 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 honey. Everybody is expendable. All of us are. <laughs> and you're doing a great job. The um, For those Thank that you. do not know, the reason that I have not been working this show is I have been traveling like a crazy person, and as one gets older, one's energy level sinks dramatically, even though y'all think I'm the Energizer Bunny, (laughs) and it takes longer and longer to recover, and for those of you who have never done a show, and Ian can tell you this from personal experience, if you've never done a show, it takes a lot put a show together a lot of research a lot of work a lot of everything to put a show together and with my schedule right now it's almost impossible for me to even breathe much less put a show together on a regular basis (laughs) yeah yeah i've uh i've kind of been having the same issue too that um you know, I feel kind of back even with you today. Um, I didn't set up the studio until a couple hours prior um, and just getting busy with life and, you know, doing the research as well. Luckily, you're you're a familiar face and a familiar story, so I, I knew a lot of things that we could talk about. But, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, trying to put the press release together, trying to make sure everyone's on time, all of that takes a lot. So any other added additional stuff um, – onto that is sometimes hard to juggle, but the show must go on, right? Exactly. And, Ian, you've been doing a great, great job, and I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, it was Ian's idea to keep this thing going because this show has been going since 2007? No, 2016. Yep. 2016. This show's been going on something for something like that, yeah. Eight years, seven years, eight years, how many years? 22 minus 16 years. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> that's my brain. But it's been going on a minute, and Ian stepped in after my husband died and said, okay, let's do mm-hmm. this. And so I hosted it for a long, long time, and then I started traveling with an organization I'm mm-hmm. with, all the other things that I have on my plate, and it just got overwhelming. Plus, I, bought, <laughs> I sold my house and bought, bought two more, so now I have three houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you do a lot of photography and art. I've, I've been seeing your uh, your paintings lately. They're looking very nice. Thank you. Yeah, I do a lot of photography, and I... um have a piece of artwork in the local library, which is for sale. We'll see if that goes anywhere. 
I have done. <laughs> I bet you it will. I have done six weddings, getting ready to do another one next month in Georgia. In fact, I'm going to be gone just about the whole month of November. That's how busy I've been. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. That's good, though. And then you have a work in progress as well, right? You have an untitled work in progress? I do. In fact, I'm bringing back two characters that everybody loves, um, Alex Morgan and Hope Harrington. The only the only thing this time is Hope is in trouble, so Alex and her partners in crime have to go after her. So that ought to be fun. Yeah. yeah it's, it's been a busy year. It has, and um, I was actually looking at our stats, and um, I say our stats because this is, you know, I, I, I kept telling people that to you. I'm like, I promise you I'm not taking over the show. She gave me, like, you know, <laughs> like she gave me uh, a full authority to just keep it going, especially for our, our favorite uh, time of the month. Um, I was looking at our, at our stats, and we're still pretty high up there, um, I think. Let me see real quick. Well, we have 151,000 listeners. They, that's because in you about were forty-five. Yeah, that's because you you love it as, as I do, and and I promise you, once my life slows down some, I will be back. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, we've had a lot of. Uh, yeah, it's just a short time, and we've had a lot of uh, old guests. We had Corey Coons, we had Julie Morgan, um, we had a lot of people come on the show. We had some new people, um, Joe Bogdan, he, and he's already said that uh, he's willing to come back on the show. He is a leadership speaker, and he's going to make a book on leadership. So all them and more, uh you know, give their love and appreciation. We had uh, Michael Coleman. We had um, just a bunch of people. Uh, we even have Miss Freddie tomorrow, so that's going to be a good one too. Well, see, you're doing so well, and and I'm going to uh, forward you some emails from Michael Sober because he's got. He just sent me two um, things for Christmas music from. Let's see, who is this? Oh, he sent me a whole track list of Christmas Eve, Your Shadow, Ludlow Creek, Corey Goons. Yeah. Tom Zakita. Oh, yeah. Camp, Richard. Uh, Heist the Artist, Lady Redneck. So, Gary Pratt. Yeah, we'll have to. I will see We'll have to get them list. all loaded for the Christmas. Yeah, because. You know, we are all, we both are very into promoting our indie artists. They are what have made this show, this show down through the years. And when this show was originally hatched, it was to promote indie artists and all the arts, Mm -hmm. painting, Mm -hmm. music, books, public speaking, whatever you were, platform you were in, that's why we opened this show up. So, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna send it oh, to yeah. you right now. I think I email in. Do I have your email? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you still. It, it, yeah, it's it's the original one from a while ago. But yeah, no, um, I'm I'm really glad that we brought you back for Halloween because I know it's our favorite. So have you uh, had any 
good Halloween stories lately, or have you had to make any pigs fly to to get people? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I <laughs> fly. It, it you know people just they think because I'm four foot nothing that they can underestimate <laughs> me. Much to their detriment. They learned quickly. <laughs> yes. In fact, um, my children, I know you've been following following me on Facebook and, and the fact that my children's father mm-hmm. has had a stroke and, and is, is basically dying. And now the siblings are yeah. have decided they want to interject themselves into my children's lives after their mother died and they have nothing to do with my children. And now all of a sudden they want to they be so concerned not happening. No, uh-uh. My, my youngest mm-hmm. daughter's doing a really good job taking care of her dad, and she doesn't need somebody that's greedy and money-hungry to step in. Right, right. Yeah, and I, you've actually done a lot of stuff lately um, with the family and all of that, so it was kind of nice to um, have your faith to keep the show rolling so you can take care of the family and take care of the houses and start doing some different art. You said you're even going to go on the road again soon. Um, is that for the photography? Well, it's it's for the photography and for the 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 Senate. Even though I'm not a senator, I have been embraced by the JCI Senate. And next mm-hmm. Wednesday, I leave to go to Greensboro for our region meeting. I come home on Sunday, and I'm home for. Four days, leave again, go to Tampa. Leave Tampa, go to Daytona. Stay in Daytona, we come home oh, wow. for three days, go to Georgia to shoot this wedding. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I wasn't lying. That <laughs> she's very busy and um, her even finding time in her schedule to come on the show tonight was uh, super, super sweet and nice of you. And I'm so glad that you're back. It's good to hear your voice and it's good to share the studio with you again. Well, thank you, my darling. So tell me what you've been doing. So still working up in the mountains, um, up in the mountain regions. And then um, I've been trying to write something autobiographical, but that's kind of been difficult to write. There'll be more on that uh, coming soon. But other than that, um I think just doing the shows and um, trying to, you know, keep my head above water with the job and the shows. I know uh, for us, uh, for the, for off the chain us, uh, I have a special show coming up in November that I have been gathering questions to ask a certain seven-year-old her thoughts on life. Uh, pretty much just a whole gamut of things to, you know, what, what's healthy boundaries to you or what makes you happy to, um, you know, funny things like why is stepping on Legos hurt so bad and stuff like that. So we'll bring Winnie on the show and uh, we'll interview her in November. And I think that's going to be only two shows in November that I lined up um, because with October, it was such a mad uh, mad rush, and now I, I think we'll 
take another break and then hit it again hard in December uh, with all of our indie artists, like you were saying, all their songs and whatnot. Well, I can't believe that, that Winnie is already seven years old. Oh, I remember growing like remember a weed. Before, and... Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been with Ian for a long time, even before he got married. This is how far back we go. <laughs> and and then watching this little one grow up, it's like having a grandchild out of the thing. <laughs> yeah, I was actually talking about um, one of the the big, um, not milestones, but maybe like realizations of life is um, now I'm at the age that I remember me being Winnie's age for my parents, and now it's kind of like gone full circle. Um, that's kind of been the, the biggest, I guess, shocker for me is like, oh, man, like Winnie's not that age that I kind of remember my parents the best at, and now she's that age, and I'm my parents' age, and it's kind of a weird, and I'm still trying to figure out how to explain it. But it was a very strange, like, the, the the wheels complete, you know? Now my dad's uh, what I remember my grandpa and grandma being when I was Winnie's age. And it's just a very weird full circle. Um been thinking a lot lately about, you know, career moves and what's next. Um, you know, I've I've kind of had a, a hard time gripping. It's like, man, you've we've done so much, right? And I'm not even 30 yet. It's like, what, what's next? I'm, I'm kind of running out of ideas to get hungry about. So that's kind of been the other big uh, roadblock for me. Well, think of it this way. You could be in my position where I am now the matriarch of the family because all <laughs> of all, all of the elders are gone. I am the oldest in my family, my mom's gone, my dad's gone, all my aunts and uncles are gone, my grandparents on both sides are gone. So now I am the matriarch. I don't like this job. <laughs> I do not Zero like to five stars would not recommend. <laughs> really? No, it, it, and no, because everybody comes to me now for advice, wisdom, and let me get on to you because you're misbehaving. <laughs> I was actually kind of laughing because I I have that in my job now where I've now moved from um, being kind of a basic employee to middle management. And there's times that they come to me and they say, hey, like, I need your advice on this or whatever you're going to do here. And half the time I'm still like, why are you coming to me? I'm not the adult. Like, I'm looking around the room like, where's the adult? And it's like, oh, it is me. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> so let's you know Hocus Pocus and, and Nightmare Before Christmas and all things wicked are are in my wheelhouse and there's been so much conversation about Hocus Pocus too have you seen either the oh, first yeah. one or the second you've seen them all right I so have yep take- um, actually um, Winifred was actually named off of Hocus Pocus one accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, like that was a complete about- accident when. It wasn't planned. I like it. Um, I. I thought. You know, I really don't have too much negative to say about it. I, I think I give more movies credit um, when they try to make a sequel because it's always harder to make a sequel than it is to make an original. You you have more expectations. So I was okay with it. I know people are freaking out thinking that, you know, they're casting spells on their TV and their house is cursed now. But, yeah, I I was happy with it. What about you? Well, I, I sat and I, I watched both of them. And when I watched the second mm-hmm. one, I did not think of it as a sequel. Because as I'm watching this this movie, if you mm-hmm. strip away all of the Disney stuff, there are a lot of life right. lessons in that movie. Oh, yeah. And as with no, in, anything in the industry, children can pick up on those life lessons without even realizing they're picking up on them. Mm-hmm. And one of the life lessons in that particular movie is, and as we get older, tend to understand this better, and that is that we guard our friendship very closely because as we get older, mm-hmm. we start losing those friends to death and illness. Yeah. And yeah, and, so and you know it's kind of sad too. We lose them. We lose them through just being too busy too, right? Like sometimes uh-huh. losing them isn't the morbid thought. Sometimes you know it's just you get so busy you you lose touch, you lose contact, and they just kind of die in their own way. And I think a living death is more painful than a death does sometimes because you know that that person's still out there. You just have to make that effort to connect. Correct. And also at the very end, when um, the two sisters disappeared because of the spell and then Bette Midler begged to go with them, we tend to forget that Unselfish love is the greatest sacrifice of all. And we want to put conditions no, on our life. And we want to, we want to um, mold people into what we want them to be. But when I was seeing all the backlash, I'm thinking, did you just sit down and watch the movie? Did you just sit down and with an open mind watch the movie? And I would venture to say, no, they did not. They didn't. They didn't do what? Now I'm sorry. They did not watch the movie. They did not watch it with an open mind. They might have watched it, but they already yeah. had their mind made preconceived ideas of what the movie was about. Instead of just watching it and paying attention to the little Easter eggs that are in there. And my mother was a very wise woman, and she told me one <laughs> time that. If you read a book with an open mind, no matter how boring the book, you always learn something. I agree. Um, Well, and it's – you only see what you're looking for too, right? If you see red, Uh um, or if you look for red, you'll see red, you know? So I think some people – 
some people just kind of went in it with the wrong mindset, looking for the wrong things. I, I was laughing pretty hard that people think that Disney's trying to uh, cast spells out of their television to curse your house. I, 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 get a, I don't know how some people... Yeah. 99% of, of the population can't get out of their own way. How do you expect them to be logical thinkers? <laughs> yeah, and it, <laughs> I don't know. And I just, yeah, there's just a lot of a lot of silliness going on again. We thought that the, the silly days were over, and it seems like we just find something new to be silly about after a while. Well, and... You've got a whole generation of young parents that I don't know what they were fed as children or what <laughs> they're <laughs> <laughs> because their their logic is so absurd and so out there you mm-hmm. I, I can't even think on their level. <laughs> I call them helicopter parents because. Their child can't even go out and eat dirt. I mean, come on, we were raised on dirt. <laughs> right. Do you um do you have a list of the things that you're kind of looking at to do for next year? Do you have any oh. ideas or I know that's about two months away and we should probably save all that for the uh for the New Year's episode, but um I was just wondering if you were kinda of plotting some, some future events. Um, finishing the book is on my list. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also now a, a Scentsy dealer in, like I didn't have enough to do. Uh, <laughs> I, I now play the keyboard. I'm honing that skill. I am some more. Mm-hmm. See, I go to New Orleans in January. I'm going somewhere in February, but I don't know where. I am home March and April. I go somewhere else in May, somewhere else in June, somewhere else in September, um, November. I, I go just about every other month I'm on the road. But after after yeah. this next year, I'm done with being on the road. I'm I'm over it. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm I'm tired. I'm old and I'm cranky, and I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> well, then we'll bring I'm you back on the show more. Then, right? No. <laughs> there you go. I'm tired of making connecting flights by the skin of my teeth. I'm tired of sitting in airports. Yeah. I'm tired of being in airplanes that are so crowded you can't breathe. <laughs> but I'm are, they you know, masks on air, uh, are they still making you wear masks on air? Are they still making you wear masks on airlines? I forget. No, 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 we're not. We um, we do not have to wear those stupid um, muzzles anymore, and I love it. But I have to, I have to give kudos <laughs> Southwest because we fly Southwest. That's the only airline we fly, and that airline, mm-hmm. even through the two years of stupidity, were the most gracious, mm-hmm. the kindest, the friendliest, and even when we were going through the two years of stupidity and having to fly. They made it fun. They kept their sense of humor. Yeah. They, I cannot say enough about Southwest Airlines and their people. 
<laughs> Even if we had to fly around from nose to get to our elbow, they were absolutely wonderful. <laughs> Don't go there. I ain't taking it. I'm not flying. <laughs> Very nice. So let's actually uh, talk about your sensi. So how how did that come about, and what kind of brought you to do that? And uh, for those who don't know what it is, kind of give them a, a little bit of a synopsis of what the products are and and what your role is in that uh, well product chain. I, I blame my daughter. It's not my daughter's fault. It's all Brandy's fault. She had hooked up with a friend of hers out of Alabama who sold it. And Brandy said, Mama, look, they have this warmer. Now, ladies and gentlemen, a wax warmer is just that it's, it ha- you put these little waxes in, they melt, and they make your house smell like okay. heaven. It's a whole lot better than candles <laughs> because I get candles, and I go off and leave them lit, and one day I'm going to come home, my house has been burnt down. But with these warmers, <laughs> they, don't, they, they don't catch the house on fire. And then they have all mm, kinds of right, other right. products. They have they have laundry products and and um, body wash, and they have things for your pets, and they have little Scentsy Buddies and little Scentsy Clips for your kids. I mean, they just have all kinds of stuff. And so I was buying so much that I thought, why not get paid for buying product? Mm-hmm. So now I'm doing that. Like, like I really needed something else on my plate to do. I mean, between the photography, <laughs> right. the art, the books, the travel, the putting out fires, the three houses. <laughs> yeah, okay. Nothing else. Oh, and, and I got two faith-based radio stations and a faith-based podcast that I keep up with. Yeah, okay. Just one more thing. So when somebody <laughs> so, tells me, let's I talk about have your time, tells me I don't have time. I just look at him and shake my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I so definitely agree. To... Um, let's talk. Let's talk about your fight, uh, your faith-based radios. I didn't know you're still keeping up on that. What are they, and where can we hear them? Okay, they're on. Um... Live 365 and com and um, podcast.com. And what I do is put up the sermons from different churches of Christ around the country, and it runs 24-7. Uh-huh. So anybody on any given day, and we also put up a lot of um, acapella so anybody on any given day can go listen to a lesson or go listen to singing to get uplifted, and if they're having a bad day, feel better. Very nice. But again, that's one of those things and then that of course we... and you know downloading and uploading and timing, and because you have to you have to build a whole program. Right. And, and of course, we're trying to pull you back on to here uh, come soon once we're both done with the end of the year being so busy. I definitely think uh, uh, end of year special will be nice, especially with all the December uh, artist songs that we're going to highlighting for December. So definitely going to try to con you back into sitting in the seat. (laughs) 
But I will be home after that first week in in December. I will be back. I will leave on the 1st or 2nd, and I'll be back home on the 5th or the 6th, and I'll be home the rest of December, Lord willing. Then January, I'll leave again. Well. <laughs> yeah, you said every other month, so definitely. Yep. It, it, what else? Um, it, 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 What else is new with your with your with your pets? I know your pets are always a big one too. Um, how do you keep them? Do you board them, or do you bring them with you, or what, what, what's how do you do that? My girlfriend, who's also my renter in one of my rental houses, she comes and stays uh-huh. with them. Um, oh, okay. The Maltese is boarded, and then um, because he used to travel with us, he was Jack's service dog. So she comes and stays with him and the little Frenchie while I'm gone. And they got to where when I pull out the suitcase, they, they're not real happy with me. Because <laughs> they know that I'm headed out the door. In fact, I still have boxes in that I haven't unpacked in my house. Another December project boxes. for you? Uh, No. Uh-uh. That, <laughs> that does not interest me at all. <laughs> When I go to Georgia, I gotta unpack a storage building, so now I won't be unpacking boxes here for a while. <laughs> yeah, I know that storage unit life. I uh, I have one too because I downsized a lot on some stuff, and I've uh, neglected to go through it again. So I definitely uh-huh. sympathize with you on the storage unit war, which isn't the A and E special. That's just the uh, war of time and your own personal life, trying to clean it up. Well, the thing, what's in the storage unit is stuff that belonged to my parents that I inherited. Mm-hmm. And some of it is expensive antiques, and I, I'm not getting rid of them. I just got to get them in my storage. And it's going to take my going up there, no. renting a U-Haul, getting the manpower to lift this heavy furniture, and getting it on the truck and over to the house. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely a process. Yes, and I'm tired of I'm tired of lifting boxes and lifting furniture and and moving enough already. I think if right. I ever move from this place, I'm just going to leave all but one or two pieces of furniture and say, "Have it." I, I'm tired of it. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, I'm still trying to kind of figure out where I'm going to lay my head. Finally, if that's the way that uh, everything goes, uh, you know, I've had a lot of people try to say like, "Oh yeah, like you know, the world's your oyster. Like you can go wherever you want." And uh, I, yeah, but kind of like what we were talking about um, earlier, maybe before the show, and, and a little bit through here, you know, like it's it's hard to figure out what's next. What do you have in your head for what's next? And I apologize, that's my Maltese barking at nothing. He sees strange oh, things. Oh, no, no. <laughs> it's okay. Like his mother. No, it, it's, <sighs> it's it's okay. They're always valued guys. No, I mean, um, that's just one of the questions that I've been going through my head too. What's next? Where are we going? What are we doing? You know. I, I foresee that 30 is going to bring a lot of 
changes and a lot of different mindsets, which isn't a bad thing, but, you know, it, it, it still kind of freaks me out that uh, you're not talking to that 22-year-old anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, we we do tend to get older or we die, and I'd rather get older because if I die, it'll make too many people happy, and I'm not I'm not about making people happy. So <laughs> I've actually been I I partially stole that quote from you because people ask me how I'm doing today, and I tell them I'm alive. It's it's good for some, but bad for others. And people just kind of look at me like, I don't know how to take that. I'm like, I mean, it's true. Like, some people are happy I woke up. Other people uh, are terrified still. Uh, Yeah, right. (laughs) And and when when I'm asked how I'm doing, I'll say pending. And they'll say pending. I'll say, yeah, because depending on the person, I can flip on a dime, you know. (laughs) (laughs) We can't do that yet because we still have some shows to do. (laughs) yeah i'm trying to think of who else i I, i'm trying to list uh everybody that's been on the show this year uh, or this uh month it's been a really busy month um cj plain was on there for a little bit mary uh brotherton was on there um we actually talked to um stacy uh she uh stacy gleason is a adoption service uh she she helps get kids adopted she does the the I don't want to say inspections but she does the the placement to make sure the family is good and that the child is safe so that was an interesting one then we had um Tyler Lambert uh he did a military clothing line uh from my state of Michigan (laughs) thank you buddy and then um what was really neat uh, was we had a emo tribute band um, called Your Obsession that I heard in my local town, and I actually brought them on the show and uh, gave them some airtime too. So that was pretty cool. Uh, that was actually their first radio show. So you remember my first radio show all those years ago. <laughs> but they they did great. They killed it. And there was two of them too, so you know how that usually gets hard to uh, – keep up with, you know, two, three, four people talking at the same time. But you did it so we, well. We've had and a very I'm good glad, I am so glad that you gave them that exposure. See, again, ladies and gentlemen, this is what this, this show is all about, is to give people that are trying to – it's hard enough trying to make it in the industry anyway, but when you're an indie – and the only exposure you get in the local nightclub or the local bar, or the local small event, and to, to be mm-hmm. able to go on to an international show, you right. probably made their, you just absolutely made them. And oh, I'm yeah. sure they, they're going to they be. They were like so grateful. Bless them. Mm-hmm. You're going to bring we them still, back, right? We still. Oh, of course. They said they'll come back. Um, they can't come back for a couple of months because they're doing some uh, obligations, but they, they will come back uh, probably in 2023, they said. And then, of course, uh, keeping in contact with Michael Stover. Uh, he's He's been feeling new, exciting leads onto the show. So that will definitely be something that you and I have to uh, tackle when you come back, if you come back in, in December or January or whenever you come back. Um trying to line up those shows for us as well. 
and he will keep um, keep them coming because he knows that this show is is for them. And have you seen all the awards his people have won? Oh yeah, it's yeah, amazing. It's nothing, nothing to joke about. It's it's been yeah. they've been getting award after award after award. I I literally I remember I was talking to one of them, and just in the last, you know, we talked to him during the summer, and just in the last couple of months they were nominated or they won or any of that. I'm so proud of those people. I'm proud of Michael because he stuck with it. And I'm proud of, of the people because they have believed in Michael and believed in themselves and all of them are doing so well. They're just, Amazing artists out there, ladies and gentlemen. You got Richard Lynch, you got Corium Coons, um, Lady Redneck, um, uh, Pamela Pugh, and she's been on tour. She's been on tour overseas with the military bases. Yeah, she was talking about that a little bit as well. Mm hmm. So these people, ladies and gentlemen, these artists are indie artists that are making inroads in the music industry, and they would not be able to without the Internet. I know we all complain about the Internet. It's such a wonderful thing when it works. But if it were not for the Internet and shows like ours, and the ability to do live shows during the two years of stupidity through the Internet, some of them would have just faded into obscurity. And I'm just so proud of all of them. No, I I do. And and some of the conversations we've had have been really, really in-depth and and pretty pretty thick with some good uh, words of wisdom and little nuggets of, of thoughts and pretty much in the in the uh spirit of the show they always walk away with something new that they want to check out or do or um you know just a new way of thinking of how they're going to do their art so the show's definitely magical i'm glad that we are still keeping it alive oh it is magical it's something that's for sure <laughs> how it sustained itself all these years <laughs> oh no i guess it was meant to be <laughs> well and then i have you you <laughs> Without you, I don't know, you've been there through thick and thin, and, and I just appreciate and love you so much. Still waiting on you to come to Florida for yeah, a I appreciate and love you, too. Now, I want to, actually. Um, I've, I've I've had a lot of uh, conversations about going down to Florida, because I guess there's some of my family down there, too, that I didn't even know existed. So, you know how family really? is. Like. Yeah, I guess, I guess we had a couple of... Oh, I, I like the St. Petersburg part, St. something or another part. St. Petersburg is on the west coast. I'm on the east coast. That St. Petersburg is north, a little north of where Hurricane Ian went in and leveled Sanibel Island, San Marco Island, and um, Fort Myers. If gotcha. Maybe maybe I'm messing it up then. Yeah, if it had if it had come up a little further north, it would have taken out Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay and St. Pete, because both of those are right on the coast. But it came. Yeah, no, I, I've been 
apologizing profusely that the uh, Hurricane Ian came through and did what it did. Well, I watched that thing. I was getting ready to go to Colorado. <laughs> Excuse me. And I I was watching that thing because the way that they were predicting it to come in, it was supposed to come through Tampa on Sunday. I watched that thing veer to the northeast, I mean, northwest. And I told the people I was mm-hmm. with us that I think it was going to be okay because that thing's going north of us up in Orlando. And it did. And it took out. Um, Arcadia and Orlando and Daytona and St. Augustine and Jacksonville. Yeah. So, but it missed Well, me. I was trying to get Bye. you back on the show. I was. I, I sent. When I sent I, a whole hurricane to come get you. Oh, but that was. <laughs> I see. Okay, got you. Now I understand. <laughs> yeah, I, I sent a whole hurricane, and you said, "Nope, I missed it," and I'm like, "Darn." I mean, oh, good. I'm glad you're safe. Yay. Yeah, I was I was in Colorado. In fact, we were the last plane to get out before they shut the airport down. Oh, wow. Oh, it, was not, it was not one of my um, finer trips because, for the most part, we were all glued watching that thing come across. We got out on Tuesday, and it hit... Fort Myers on Wednesday, and we have friends that are in the Senate that lived in Fort Myers and and down in that area. In fact, one of our senators, we couldn't, we hadn't heard from her brother for a couple of days, and we didn't know what had happened to him. Oh wow! And his house, his house flooded. Well, what happened is when it it changed course and went in at Fort Myers. It was too late for people to leave. Storm surge was 12 feet. Now, anybody that understands about hurricanes, when they're talking about it, and it was also the king tide was coming in because it was a full moon. So when the backside of that hurricane came in, you had the king, it came in in, in the evening, and it brought the tide in mm-hmm. plus the storm surge. So he wound up. Oh, man. He dog on top of his washing machine with a dead cell phone. And his house completely flooded and the water was continuing to rise. And they finally got in there to get him and, and his whole house was messed up. Oh, jeez. That's, that's scary. But that's the price you pay, you pay when you live in paradise and especially when you live near the water. Because yeah, right. when that that water can only go one place, and that's in the rivers, the lakes, and the canals, and that we still have mm-hmm. flooding in the St. Johns River, which is north, um, up around Ocala and Arcadia. There's still flooding going on there because that river still hasn't gone down yet. Oh well. Yeah, it takes a while. So there's your your. Well, geographical weather. Sure. I was gonna say that's your that's your uh, your your quick course on on Floridian uh, Floridian life. <laughs> exactly. And people say, well, how can you live in Florida? Well, I grew up in Georgia, and guess what we had in Georgia? We had tornadoes. 
<laughs> you couldn't get. Yeah, like, that's what I'm more to... used to is the tornadoes in Michigan. Yeah, you didn't know where they were going to hit. Right. In fact, when I <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, got... this... oh, go ahead. When I got back from Colorado, we had tornadoes popping up and down down the street from me at the next exit. So, yeah, okay. Never mind. <laughs> right. Yeah, I I wouldn't know what to do in, in that situation. But, ladies and gentlemen, if uh, you're just tuning in towards the uh, ending portion of the show, we actually found Yvonne Mason as she's been traveling the United States uh, doing a myriad of things. She is back on the show. Um, if you do, if you don't know our host, this is your first time listening. Uh, she is the person who made this show. Uh, she was born in Georgia. She's a licensed bounty hunter. Uh, she has an associate's degree in criminal justice, and she has uh, wrote several novels, a motivational speaker, and has appeared in several blog talk radio shows to include creating this one as well. And believe it or not, Yvonne, we're actually at our 10-minute mark. I know. It went fast as always. <laughs> so I, I don't feel like I have to ask if you're going to come back, but I, I will just to keep with the show. Are you uh, willing to come back maybe in December and we can finish out the year strong with some Christmas indie artists and Christmas indie uh, authors and and artists, or uh, I already said artists, but musicians as well. I mean, would you be willing to do that? Well, we could probably do that if I'm in town and don't have to make a trip, an unexpected trip to Georgia. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's always Georgia getting you in trouble. <laughs> yeah, that, that, there is that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this one my so children uh, live, so, yeah, I have to make a trip to Georgia. Yeah. So we've actually uh, we spent a majority of the show kind of catching up on on what you've been doing and, and sharing in the Halloween spirit yeah. and uh, all of that and it's been really nice. But what uh, words of wisdom do you want to bestow upon everybody who's listening tonight? Well, what I tell people that I know is when you are going through life, there is a certainty, and that certainty is mm-hmm. this. We are in charge of nothing, not even our own bodily function. God is in charge of everything. <laughs> I mean, everything. And when you get older, you'll understand that, people. If you don't understand it now, trust me, you will when you get older. When when you are headed out the door and you walk by the bathroom and you, and you say, well, while I'm here, I might as well go. But <laughs> it, 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 it is a thing. And another thing that I, that I would say to people out there is you cannot live for other people. You you cannot mm-hmm. be everything to everybody because in the end, there's nothing left for yourself. You have to learn to be comfortable in your own skin. And, yeah, haters are going to be out there. Haters are going to hate. That's just normal. But when haters hate you, that just means that they – see the good that you do and how happy you are in your skin and they don't like it because they're not happy in theirs. Yeah. Well, and I'm glad you bring that up too, because I've actually talked about that on the show a couple of times now that uh, I've noticed since I've had my leg injury and I can't go a thousand miles per hour, how many people have um, 
kind of casted me aside and you know they asked me for help and I'm like hey man I just can't do it I mean I'm just hurting too bad or um you know I just I I can't do what you're asking me physically to do anymore and I've seen a lot of people uh, throw me aside and so I definitely connect with what you're saying that you're only one person and sometimes um taking a step back and saying, hey, I, I just can't do it right now. Um, I don't have the time, energy, motivation, any of it is a really powerful thing to do. And and what you have to do is you, you have to understand that that is okay. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to say no. It's okay to say that I'm not physically, mentally, or, or emotionally able. It's okay. Because yeah. if continue to allow other people to strip you of you then at the end of the day there's nothing left of you and when we do that pretty soon we become a shell and we have nothing to give ourselves and I am a proponent of (laughs) self-care I'm getting there (laughs) if you don't take care of yourself nobody else is going oh no wow and you you can only take care of you better than others that is true and see and i i of all people know my weaknesses i revel in them so nobody can put me down (laughs) for what their perception of me because i'll tell them right fast look i'm domineering overbearing and opinionated and those are just my good points but i'm also cute and loving (laughs) and loyal so get over yourself you're not all that either (laughs) (laughs) right well, I, I do appreciate you coming on the show and uh, spending an hour with us and, and catching up. And it feels like old times. It makes me really happy. So I really appreciate you coming on and making time for us. You are welcome, my darling. You are very, very welcome. And, and pretty soon we'll be back running it together again. But see, this, is, but oh, this yeah. has been, good for, been so good for you because you've grown in ways you didn't think you could. That's definitely that's that's definitely true. I definitely uh you know, I, I was always kind of introverted and extroverted, like a nice little mix, right? But um you know, just the interviews and, and going at the flow. Sometimes I'm a control freak and I like to know, you know, A step, B step, C step. So these shows definitely, you know, 'cause we, we don't do scripted shows. Um No, there's no A B and C. It's, definitely, it's more like A and No. <laughs> The A, there's no script. Yeah, A A turned into E, which turned back to B, and then they pulled me out of G, (laughs) like, which is nice. It's nice to be on my toes like that. It it keeps me mentally sharp. But, um, ladies and gentlemen, again, we've spent an hour with Yvonne Mason. Thank you so much for coming back. And join us tomorrow uh, as we interview Miss Freddie. She's Pittsburgh's Lady of the Blues, and she keeps the blues alive in her hometown. So she uh, is a singer. She has a lot of uh, charitable works, won a lot of awards, and we'll be talking to her, uh, to her tomorrow for an hour, 8 p.m. Eastern time right here and off the chain. Yvonne, you want to close us out? Yes, I think I shall, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so very much. And I, my wonderful, wonderful child, my another mother, Ian Bush, for keeping the show alive. He is a he is a wonderful human being, and don't let him kid you. He's got a lot to offer. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I will be back 
some point. So until then, be kind to one another, be kind to yourself. I love you, Anne. I love you, too. Thanks for coming back. And if uh, nobody else tells you all that's listening, thank you so much for tuning in for another hour. We can't do this show without you. And if nobody says it to you tonight, we love you and we appreciate you and just keep doing great things. So until tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Off the Chain, I am your host slash co-host Ian Bush with my host slash co-host Yvonne Mason. The, The titles are getting weirder by the moment, but that's okay. It's fun. We go with the flow. And we all bid you a good night. Thank you so much. And we'll catch you tomorrow. Good night, y'all. Bye. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye.